Hello to all our listeners. Today we will be studying Hilchot Shekalim, the second chapter of Hilchot Shekalim. This is Joey Fa'ur teaching. Um, after learning in the previous chapter about the scriptural precept of giving Mahasita Shekel, the half of a Shekel, the half of a coin, the amount of money that is half of a Shekel uh, that needs needs to be, of course, half a Shekel, the people who are obligated to do the Misvah and those who are not obligated, as well as the time of year for performing this Misvah, all this we studied in the previous chapter. In this chapter, we will be discussing two main ideas, and there will be two main parts of the chapter. The first part will deal with the collection of the shekalim, okay, how it is done. Um, and the second one, the second part of the chapter deals with the boxes that the shekalim are held in. The main boxes for the shekalim and smaller boxes within, um, all these, of course, within the temple. We have larger boxes and smaller boxes all within the temple. Um, we will see more about this in the upcoming halachot. So halacha Aleph. Kesad konesina shulhaniin et ha-shekalim. Bechol medina omdina, manihain lefnehen shete tevot, shulei ha-tevar rechabin milemata ufi ha-sar milma'ala kemin shofar, gede sheyashlichu letokhan velo yihye efshar likach mehen benaha. So how do the collectors of the shekalim collect the shekalim? In every city and city, there are two boxes, two tevot, um, which the shekalim are are put into. The top of the teva is thin, while the lower end of the teva is wider. So we have a, a thinner and wider, like a funnel shape, so that it is difficult to take out and easy to put in to the tevot. We have two boxes. In the first box, in the first teva, the shekalim of the current year are stuck inside. And in the second teva, any of the shekalim that somebody gives for previous years that he did not give, he puts them in the second teva. However, in the temple, so after these, so let, let, just to put the process clearly, after the shekalim were collected in the boxes in the individual cities, they would be sent with messengers to be brought to the temple. And in the temple, there were 13 tevot. Kol teva kemin shofar. Each teva was like a funnel shape, like the, like the tevot in the city. And now Haramad is going to list each teva, what was put into it. So the first teva was for the shekalim, was for the um, taxes collected for the current year. The second teva was for the shekalim of the previous year. The third teva is for those who were obligated to give a korban of, um, uh, of uh, two doves or two pigeons, two torim or two, two um, doves, um, uh, and... Um, just types of korbanot. So someone who was obligated to give a korban of doves or pigeons would put one coin for each bird that he or she has to give and the kohanim, he would put in the teva one coin that he or she has to give and the kohanim at the end of the day would take out the coins from the box and sacrifice one bird for every coin that, the, that was in the box and, that was in the box on behalf of the people who were obligated to give certain korbanot. So we have these sacrifices here. Um, the, the third box would be for the sacrifice of um, Torim, which are male pigeons, or Beneona, which are doves. Um, and Revi'ayit, the fourth box, had Anybody who has to give only a Korban Ola, okay, for 
of a bird, of a bird type, would put his coins in this, in the fourth teva, in the same manner as described, and the same protocol was, as I described previously, was applicable to this one as well. The fifth box had in it um, money that somebody would, that any for anybody that don't wanted to donate um, the wood for the burning on the mizbeach. The sixth box held in it the money that people would donate for the frankincense of Beta Mikdash. The seventh would be anybody that wanted to donate for the gold of the kaporet. The kaporet was a sort of curtain that was inside Kodesh, that was inside the Kodesh, inside the inner sanctuary of the temple. The eighth would be for anything that was left from the coins that were um, set aside for korbanot hatat. For example, somebody who had a certain amount of money um, that he wanted to donate for korban hatat that he was that he had to give, and he bought the korban, he bought the sacrifice for, for example, the cow that he had to give. So let's say the cow cost a thousand, and he put a thousand one hundred coins on for it. So he has a hundred coins left. He would put the leftover coins in this the eighth box. The ninth would be for the leftover coins of the Korban Asham, in the same way as described for the eighth. The tenth box would be for the um, what was left of the Korbanot of the Zavim um, and Zavot and Yorodot, different types of Tumot, or a woman that gave birth. They would give Kinim, they would give a special Korban of birds, um, uh, doves, pigeons, etc. Um, so if there was any money left for the money that they put aside for it, they would put in the tenth box, like described in eighth and ninth. The eleventh would be for the leftover money for the korbanot of nizirim. The shetem the twelfth box would be for the money left over for the korban of somebody that has saraat. And shelosh the thirteenth box would be he who wanted. To donate money for olat behema for a for a type of korban called ola, um, and, and that was given um, for behemot specifically. Olat behema means um, uh, um, uh, cattle, the korban ola of cattle. Halacha gima. V'shem kol davar shehiyu ma otav betocha teva ketu ketu ala teva lebachos utnai bedinhu. And each box had written on it from outside what its specific um, use was for and what money was stuck into, was to be put inside it. And um, there was a condition in the Bedin, in the court, that any of the leftover tevot, in other words, the, the last six tevot, would go for olat behema, which is a type of korban, a korban ola. Is a, is a korban that goes all up to the sky, all to Hashem, everything goes on the Mizbeach. It comes out that the six last tevot for, out of the 13 tevot that were in Bet HaMikdash are specifically for Olad Behemah, and their skins are to be given to the Kohanim, because out of every korban there would be a donation that would go to the Kohanim, a part of the korban that would go to the Kohanim, that was designated for Kohanim, while, while another part was designated to be on the Mizbeach. In Ola, the whole korban is designated for the Mizbeach, aside from the skins. Kish'ar kol ha'orot, just like any other skins, as we said. V'chol ha'ma'ot she'batibah she'lishit yilakach bahin ha'ofot ha'sian olot, ve'hasian ha'ta'ot, ve'shebarabi'id kullan olat ha'of. And in the third box, which had, 
which was designated for Qurban Aulat Ha'of or Hatat Ha'of would be half of it, half of the coins in it would go for Hatat Ha'of and half of the coins in it would go for Aulat Ta'of, while in the fourth box, all of the all of the money would be designated for Aulat Ha'of. Halachat Dalit. Bechol Medina o Medina, keshegobin ha-shekalin, meshalechen otan biyat shelochon ha-mikdash. In every city and city, when the money is collected for the shekalim, the money is sent after the collection with messengers to the temple in Jerusalem. And it is permitted for the messengers to convert the shekalim, the half shekels, to golden coins, which are more condensed and easier to carry rather than many, 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 many less um, expensive coins. So you'd have, um, you'd, you would convert it to gold of the same worth, of the same amount of, 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 of uh, the same amount of money, and they would take it to Betamidash in the form of gold. Because it was heavier, of course. It was, it was easier to carry less coins of gold than many coins of silver. And everything goes into the temple in a specific place, in a specific room, sanctuary, in the Mikdash specified for the Shekalim. And the doors to the sanctuary would be closed in a key, and... Um, sealed with a seal so to see that it, if anybody were to come in and out the seal and from all the money from all the shekalim that were collected into that sanctuary they would fill up three large containers three large boxes holding the shekalim and each box would hold in it the amount of tish asa'in, which is a grandiose, of grand amount um, of the coins. Anything that did not enter, the, the, that was more, um, that did not fit in these three giant boxes of tish asa'in, they would put it in the lishka, in a, in, they would leave it in a room um, designated for the leftovers. And that that was in the three large containers, would be called Terumat Halishka. And from now on in this halachot, I will call Terumat Halishka. And that, And anything that did not fit into the Terumat Halishka, into the three large containers, would, and, would, and was put into a designated sanctuary elsewhere in Beit HaMikdash, in the temple, would be called Sheyare Halishka, the leftovers of the Lishka. Halacha he. Bishlosha so they would have three, so out of the three larger boxes, the three larger boxes would be in a specific place. However, the money in the three larger boxes would not be used for the temple's needs. And I must stop here for a second and mention, if it wasn't clear at the beginning, at the first chapter, or the second chapter, what the point of Shekalim is, the point of Shekalim is a tax designated by the Torah, in other words, it's, um, which is ob obligated by uh, to every person to give, as described in the previous chapter, the Beit HaMikdash, and Beit HaMikdash would use it for their own needs for whatever they needed it for. Okay? So there was a various amount of needs, and they would have it in a specific spot. So now let's get back to our halacha. They would have the three large containers, which we call Terumat Alishka, would be money would be taken from the three large containers into three smaller containers. And the three smaller containers 
would be the containers which money is taken out and used for whatever needs of Beth HaMikdash. You would not take out directly from the three large containers for the usages of Beth HaMikdash, but rather from the three smaller containers. And the three smaller containers were filled three times a year from the three large containers. And this is what the following halakha is going to deal with. Three times a year, the lishka, the three smaller containers, are taking money from the three larger containers into them. The first day of Nisan, the beginning of Cholish Tishri, either before or after the Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah, and 15 days before Shavuot, which is called Aseret. One moment. Yes. Okay. So these were the three times a year that you would, again, you would fill up from the three larger boxes into the three smaller boxes. Okay. Now, let's continue. Now, how is the money, is, are the coins transferred from the larger containers to the smaller containers? So you would have guards. So you'd have one person enter the inner room in which the three large containers were situated. And there would be guards standing outside the room when the person entered the room. And he says to them the following. He asks, should I um, take out? Should I do teruma? Should I pick up, uplift the coins from the three large containers? And they answer, yes, lift, uplift, uplift, uplift. Now, many times the word teruma is translated as donate. And in many contexts, that is the truth. Here, um, the more correct context, in my opinion, is to pick up, to uplift. Because the word teruma is comprised of a three-letter root, yod resh mem, yaram, which actually means to uplift. And, they, and the guards say, terum, terum, terum. And after that, after that process, the person who entered the inner sanctuary fills up the three smaller containers with coins from the three larger containers. Each one of the smaller kupot is large enough to contain three se'in. Okay, now we said that the three large kupot contain um, uh, nine se'in. So you would take three se'in from each kupa, from each one of the large kupot, and put it in one of the smaller kupot, who only contain three se'in. And then you would take out the three containers, the three small containers, and situate them in a place which um, it was easy to take out from them for the various usage of the various needs of Beit HaMikdash. Continuation. And again, you would fill up the three um Smaller kupot, the same way as described in the pre in, in the salacha, um, it began before Shavuot, the 15 days before Shavuot, and they would use them until 
they finished. Until they finished in the third in the three small kupot. And again, you would refill them in Tishri. And they would use them until they finished, um, until which would, is supposed to be up until um Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the beginning of Chodesh Nisan. Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and then Rosh Chodesh Nisan, they would already use the new um now I'm gonna say donations, the new donations to Beit Hamikdash, the new amount, the new taxes collected to Beit Hamikdash, um, as were collected from city by city, um, in the previous in, in the collection process. Described in this chapter in the previous chapter. Lo hispiku lahena shekalim she b'shalosh akupot agedalot v'chalu at shelo higi anisan chozerim v'toremin mishyareh alishka. However, if the amount of money that was in the three large containers was not sufficient to fill up the three small containers by the time the chodesh nisan came because the money was finished, then they would take out from Sheyareh Halishka, which we said is the leftover coins from the Terumah, the leftover coins from the taxes collected that were put in a separate sanctuary. You would take them out of that separate sanctuary and put them in the smaller containers if it was needed to be so. The three small kupot that would be outside um, in, a situ- in a specific spot so they could be used, would have written on them, on each one, a letter. One would have the letter Aleph, the second would have the letter Bet, and the third would be the letter Gimal. So that they would use the first one until it finished, and then the second kupa until it finished, and then the third container until it finished. Now, now, when transferring the money from the larger containers to the smaller containers, you would take first from one of the larger containers, empty it out until it finished into the three smaller containers, and then cover it with a um, uh, a cloth. And then they would continue. And then the second large container, and then the next time, and then... Continuing filling up the three or smaller containers, they would take out from the second larger container until it finishes, whenever it would finish, and then they would cover it as well with a cloth when it finished. As I said. And again, when they would you reach the need to fill up from the third large container they would fill up from the third large container however when they would finish the third large container they would not cover it with a cloth to signify that they finished you they finished the fill they finished with that container with the third container and then they would start over next time they would want to fill up from the containers they would start over from the third container and not from the second container not from the first container in other words you would start from the container you finished with and again, um, and then we would start from the third container. The next time the person would enter to fill up, which would be before Shavuot, um, and they would give from they would take out first from the large container that was uncovered, and then they would cover it, and then they would take out from the second container, which was um uh that which was 
And then they would, the second container they would take out would be the first container of last time. In other words, the, 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 the container that was taken out from first last time, and then they would cover it, and then they would take out third from the middle container, from the second container that was contained that was taken out last time, and they would cover, and they would not cover it. They would leave it uncovered. And then that container would not be covered, so that when they enter it, when they enter into Shri to take out from those containers, they would start from that container. Now I must add here, it is not clear whether or not when filling up from the containers, they are filled up, they are taken out all the way till they finish, and then you go to the next container or not. And it would seem from this halakha, from the way Aramban describes here, that the process would be such that you would take out three se'im from your first container in the right there's three times to take out from the large containers to the small ones so we're at the first time of year which is before Pesach so you would take out first three se'im right three out of nine se'im from the first large container then you would cover it then you would take out three out of nine large se'im from the second container then you would cover it then you would take out three out of nine large se'im from the leave it uncovered so that you would continue using all three of the large containers throughout each filling time of the year i hope that was clear until it ends up they take out from all three of the large containers and each one of the small containers receives a bit a small amount from the larger containers I believe this is Halachahet. One moment. Yes, Halachahet. Kishu Torem Shalosh Kupot Elu, Torem et Arishona Lishem Eris Israel, Vashinia Lishem Akirahina Mukafinla, Ulshem Kol Israel, Vashilishit Lishem Babel, Ulshem Abai, Ulshem Medinota Repokot, Ulshem, Ulshem, Shear Kol Israel. When the individual Taking out of the large containers to the small ones, doing terumata kupot, would take out from the kufot, his kavana, his teruma, when he would take it out, the first one would be in the name of all of Eres Israel, the land of Israel. And the second kupah that he would take out from would be in the name of all of the cities around Israel, and in the name of all of the Jews living in those cities, all of the Israelites living in those cities. And the third large kupa that he would take out from would be in the name of Babylon, which is Iraq, and Madai, which is a little more eastwards of that, and in, in the name of all the surrounding countries far off from Israel, um, and in the name of the rest of the Jews living in those countries. So each one of the containers was in the name of somebody else, so that all three containers, so that it would be as though the coins went came from all of Am Israel to be used in the temple. When right, so when the person takes out from these large containers, he takes out as the to the smaller containers, he takes out, and in his mind, 
he has kavana. He has his um, focus is that it, it he's out from the balishka from that money which is still in the lishka, which is in the sheyari, is in the sheyari, which is not hasn't made it to the large containers yet, and. Uh, from that which is in the large containers and that which has not made it yet to the large containers. And also for those that haven't given the haven't given their mahasita shekel yet, so that the shekelim that they give out, it is as though they're in the name of all of Am Israel, even those who haven't given, it'll be like a kapara for all of those, even those that haven't given. It will be as though all of Am Yisrael has given the amount, the money they needed to for the kupa, even though, um, taking into account, of course, that there are those who give, yet it is still as though they all did partake in um, donating or giving or uplifting the money to Bet HaMikdash, to the Kodesh. So when somebody enters, when the person, the individual who has to take out from the large containers to the small one, he enters to do so, he should not enter with a with a clothing that have the that can be that money can be hidden in, and not with shoes, and not with sandals, and not with tefillin, and not with a kamea. A kamea is like um a, some sort of a you know like. They will say, people seeing it will say that he hid from the money of the Lishka when he was doing the Tiruma. And it will be, of course, Marit Ayn and improper. And also, the guards outside would speak to the person, to the messenger entering the Lishka the whole time when he was um, t- collecting the coins so that he does not take coins and put them in his mouth um, to hide for himself. And even though we are so careful with making sure and so stringent in who and, and how the person enters and takes the coins from the large containers to the small ones, and, we, and we're so careful, nevertheless, in other words, with our all, all these um, um, measures that are taken, Nevertheless, somebody poor or somebody who is hungry for money should not um, do the teruma, should not take from the large containers to the small ones so that people don't so that people don't um, uh, think that he may be stole, even if, you know, even if there's a chance, you know, even if he didn't, people will think so. As it says in the Pasuk in the Midbar, and you shall be clean from Hashem and from Israel. In other words, it's important to be um, clean not only in the eyes of God, but also to make sure to be clean in the eyes of the people that they don't um, think that you that somebody did something improper, of course, by law, in other words, by Torah law, by halakha, when in fact he didn't do something improper by halakha. And this, in fact, um, also is something, is a, a general law, which is important to know for in general. Baruch Adonai le'olam, amen ve'amen.